When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, our Ford podcast. This might be college football. Yeah. We just had an amazing conversation with uh, Schiffer about the Rose Bowl, and I, I looked down on the board, and I saw a guy that probably remembers these games. Eddie Conyers uh, hopping on board for a second here. Eddie? Hey, Paul. Eddie, uh, to put it mildly, it was uh, great to see you. I've, I've, I've made a little bit of fun of you to my friends about uh, what, I, what I said at the beginning of uh, my introduction of you the other night, that uh, Eddie's on stage here, and I don't know whether it's, uh, it, it's, it's his importance, well, Paul, the Paul, fact that he's next to me, or his age. Job. I'm going to get to him first. That. What's that? I said, you did an absolutely average job. I want you to know that. <laughs> well, you know, my job, my goal is always to impress you as little as I can. <laughs> well, you did a fantastic job of that. <laughs> no, you, Paul, hey, yeah, by the way, you, you, I, 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 I'll mention this again. It's a black tie event. Okay. And, I mean, there are 500 people there, every one of them in a black tie. And there's one guy at the entire event Saturday night in Birmingham who's wearing an official's uniform with a clip-on bow tie that his great-grandson must have let him borrow from his fourth-grade graduation. <laughs> no, I had cleared that with uh, Jeremiah first because I knew most of those guys. I, I threw penalties on about half of Oh, no, no. You, you, did you were a great perfect. job, but look. What I really called about was the, the Rose. We talked so much about the Rose Bowl yeah. in 1945 when Alabama went to the Rose Bowl. Harry Gilmer and that bunch. Hootie Ingram and I used to slip in and watch Alabama practice. Coach Thomas, uh, Frank Thomas was a coach, but they had Lowell shoes. They had a, really had a good ball club. But some kind of funny happened when they went to the Rose Bowl. They won the game. They brought. They came back to New Orleans by train, and they took a bus from New Orleans to Tuscaloosa. Well, word got out that the team was going to be coming in on buses, so people started lining the Utah Highway. Oh, my goodness. With the highway patrol going back and forth. Well, in those days, Tuscaloosa County was dry, so to get your whiskey, you had to go to Utah in Green County. Sure. Well, that's, that's where the track was. A bunch of people in Tuscaloosa gave a guy about $4,000, get him about $4,000 worth of whiskey. He's coming back and sees all these cars <laughs> lined up <laughs> with highway patrol going back and forth, and he threw $4,000 worth of whiskey in the Black Warrior River. <laughs> Eddie jumped in and started drinking. <laughs> I got a couple of them. No, no, really, that was uh, that was some great days. And in those days, like I've heard earlier in the day, who was the, co- who, was the co- who was the coach Rose then, uh, Ray? Who was the coach at Alabama? 
Frank Thomas. Oh, Frank was the coach then? Wow. Oh, yeah. I didn't he realize coach, that. He played for New Rockney in Notre Dame. And by the la- by a real good friend of mine, a guy named Gordon Pettis, oh, sure. scored the last touchdown in that game. Gordon was an amazing athlete. Oh, yeah. But his problem was he played behind Harry Gilmer. Oh, okay. Now, Harry, now, Harry now was, tell me, I, I met Harry once, but I've never heard more guy, more talk about a – what was the deal with Harry? He was a quarterback, right? Well, no, no. In those days, you didn't run that. You ran okay. – he was a left pass back. Okay, so but, and, but he but he, but, but he passed the ball, did okay. Yep, and he was just not only a great ball player but a fantastic individual. But Gordon played behind him. They played Woodlawn High School there in Birmingham. Okay, yeah, I mean Harry Gilmer. <laughs> now, did he play quarterback in the pros? I think he did at Washington Ridge. Okay, I thought I thought he, I thought that's what I remembered him doing, but. Uh... But in those days, you ran the old Notre Dame box, and 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 your main player was your left halfback. So, so, uh, so for, the, for the, those of us football illiterates, explain how that op, how what did that what does that look like as the play develops? Okay, you have you have obviously you have your four backs, you have your quarterback, and you either shifted right or left, and it was kind of a little dance like in the movie, not Newt Rockney. Okay. Uh, they kind of glamorized it that Frank Thomas goes to a, a show time and sees some ladies shifting, and he put he installed that. But that was kind of made up. Okay. But you either shifted right or left. And uh, and your quarterback was mainly a blocking back. Your main guy, who was, who was sometimes known as a triple threat guy, was your left pass back. So, so, the, so the guy would get the ball, and then everybody would just move with him in motion. That's right. You had you had every play was number twenty. That's what Coach Bryant played under. I talked with Coach Bryant one time on a before a scrimmage, and we were talk. I played the same position in high school that Coach Bryant played in college. Course there wasn't any comparison, but we sat around and talked about the shift right twenty eight. You ran that play whether were you on the one yard line or the mid whatever you ran you ran shift right twenty eight. On the first play of every game. Amazing. And that was and that it's was that, Rockney and that was Rockney's invention. No, that yeah, that was Rockney. He knew Rockney, and then it just shifted right or shifted left. But the ball was uh, normally you shifted right, so the left halfback would get the ball. Okay. And he more or less was kind of your your triple threat back, running, passing, kicking. Your left halfback punt was usually your punter too. Hmm. But but most every everybody did that, and then they went to what they call the short punt formation, and then they evolved into the T formation. Okay, got it. Uh, and, and but that's where it went. But that but that night the the Rose Bowl game, the the callers that called in earlier, you did have those five bowls, but the Rose Bowl was the number one bowl, and almost considered the national championship. Whoever won it was the national champion. Right. Okay. Well, that's. I'm glad we could uh, call on somebody who was who was actually there, so uh, or, or or thought he was. Uh, so when you when you that was on the radio, right? It wasn't on TV to what the 50s or 60s. Oh no no no! We didn't no didn't know what the TV was. It, no, I I listened to that game. I, I would take I, for Christmas I got a Schaefer fountain pen. Oh my goodness! And I would take my fountain pen and keep up with the on, on a piece of paper who. 
the yardage gained and so forth. And <laughs> Alabama fumbled. I threw up my only Christmas present I got against the wall and broke it. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. What a time. Well, it's a real pleasure seeing you. And I see you do a great job emceeing. I've done some emceeing, and I try to think I'm the star, but you do a great job in letting the people that come that you introduce be the stars. Well, and Eddie, was, uh, I, was tell, I was telling uh, Jeremiah's daughter, I, I said, the goal, the goal of the MC is not for anybody to remember your name when the night is over. No, you're exactly right. And you did a And I do a good job of nobody remembering job. that I was there. Well, I was going out the door. I had, we had to get back to Tuscaloosa when uh, Jeremiah's daughter came up and said, wait a minute, you fixed to get an award. Oh, yeah. And I didn't have a clue what and was going on. And he got a on, Lifetime really. Achievement Award. Yeah, I could, it was, I can't think of anybody that deserves it. And, and by the way, Eddie, I, I checked uh, the program, and you are the first and last recipient of that award. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'm sitting here looking at it right now, holding it in my hand. It, it was really a surprise, and I, I was totally... Well, no, it was uh, it was it was a great moment to see you uh, come back up and, and get that. I, I, that was uh, that was special for all of us who uh, know you and love you. And I appreciate you you uh, adding some context tonight. Paul, it's been my pleasure. It's certainly a pleasure seeing you. You did a, you did a fantastic job, and I know uh, Jeremy, I appreciated it. Okay, uh, Eddie, thank you for saying that. I'll see you soon. Uh, you be well and have a merry merry Christmas. We go. How about this? We go from Eddie Conyers, legend. To another legend is next. Appreciate it, Paul. Merry Christmas, brother. Merry Christmas, baby. Merry Christmas. Man, Merry Christmas to you and all you guys there. And Merry Christmas to the Fine Bomb Nation and uh, the many listeners out there. I hope you all enjoy our craziness all through the year and, and wish peace and love for everybody listening and for all the callers, man. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody, man. I, I love this time of the year. It was a time of the year that my mama really loved. She's been going four years now. And, you know, I, I celebrate her, you know, her life by enjoying mine, Paul. And I, I tell everybody out there, if you lost someone, the best way to remember them is to have a great life. That's what they would have wanted for you. Fantastic. So Merry Christmas to everybody. And, uh, Paul, I know today's the big recruiting day. Alabama junior number one, Alabama <laughs> number two. But I want to know, man, about the big announcement, Paul. The big announcement, man. Uh, has Jim from Tuscaloosa committed yet, Paul? I mean, it, I mean, here's a guy, a talent that only comes along once every 54 years, Paul. I mean, has he committed yet today? Has he committed, Paul? He has not. We've not heard from him, no. Man, I mean, I mean, our talent, the more I like that, only comes along every 54 years, Paul. I mean, I loved it last week when Squirrel pulled his string with one sentence and he forgot his religion like R.E.L. That was classic. Come on and come in, dude. We wait on you. A Joe neighbor like you only comes along once in a lifetime. Paul, did I read this right, that the Ohio State quarterback committed to Syracuse? <laughs> <laughs> Be careful, legend. Uh, I was uh, be careful. Now I was on Sports Center the other, the other day, and I said how weird and bizarre that was, and the 15 Syracuse fans in America have all blown me up. 
Man, how do you go from a school that can win a national championship every year to a team that don't have a chance in hell of ever sniffing a playoff? And you in Syracuse, New York. What the hell's in Syracuse, New York, uh, I'll tell you what's in Syracuse. I've been there. Uh, in the wintertime, about five degrees and 18 inches of snow. Man, he must have known he was going to get canned and shot down the third string. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure third string was going to do it. Uh, if you if you if you leave the Ohio State and you go to uh, Syracuse, which is a bottom dweller in the bottom dwelling ACC. And then I read, is this right that Georgia's big linebacker from last year, who would have been a difference according to them? has transferred to Kentucky? What the hell is going on with this transfer portal, Paul? How do you go from Georgia to Kentucky, the Syracuse of the SEC? I mean, how do you do that? I mean, I guess it's all about money now. Winning don't mean a damn thing, does it, Paul? It it don't mean nothing. You just don't care no more, do you? Who else give me the most money? (laughs) Well, that's... That's what happens in the portal. Uh, I mean, listen, like Carson Beck yesterday. I mean, if you're Carson Beck, nobody's saying I'm coming back. They're going, I'm thinking about it. I'm not sure. You know, I didn't understand Melro or Carson Beck announced that, hell, I thought they were both coming back anyway. You're in entertainment now. You probably get an agent, and uh, agents, agents never commit. They they have to they have to drive the price up even when everybody knows what they're doing. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Paul. I just got a big uh, uh, word today, uh, well, a couple of days ago, that my TV show has been extended through March. The oh NIL goodness. deal is going through March, but now God that, is good. You are you're legend. That's what TV's all about. We yeah, need to see another day. Hey, Paul, let me say this to LSU fans. Number 14 in the nation and number eight in the SEC ain't going to get it done, Brian Kelly. This is year three. What the hell are you doing, dude? Let me tell LSU, Florida, and all you folks something you need to hear. If your coach can't get you in the top ten this time of the year, you got no chance at a future championship. Run his ass off. And let me say this, Coach Freeze. You ought to really be careful about talking about late night pushing. <laughs> Has he got his cell phone privileges back yet, Paul? Has he got his cell phone privileges back? Coach Freak ought to be careful about what he's saying down there. It really is. That's impressive, Paul. I'll throw that Yellowwood bunny around. But just remember, we got the real money in this state. And we headed to the Rose Bowl again, where we made the South. We made the SEC. Be behind this adult. We're going out there again, baby. And Black Hat, Michigan's ass. Love you, Pop. Merry Christmas to all. And to all, especially you, Michigan, a good night. Legend has left the building. We will be right back. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMSS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at HIMSS.com slash Paul. That's H-I-M-S.com slash Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. HIMSS.com slash Paul. Hardments are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Back. It's been a busy uh, National Signing Day, so uh, we have not really had a chance to talk about some of the other uh, big stories of the day, but one that is continuing to uh, rumble through the college football world is by uh, Andrea uh, Adelson of ESPN reporting that Florida State has, I'll just read you exactly what she wrote, Florida State has renewed, has had renewed in-depth discussions about its long-term long-term future in the ACC, uh, insinuating that they are once again visiting the possibility of leaving the league. Uh, The situation, according to Andrea, is expected to come to a head in the near future and be formally discussed soon. And there's another story out today by Nicole Arabach in The Athletic that also explores uh, an acceleration of departure from the ACC uh, and explains that if if they're able to break out, then suddenly uh, it could open up the floodgates uh, to an already beleaguered league. Let's uh, check in with Equalizer up next. Hi, Hi, Paul. I hope you all are doing well. Thank you. Um, I've been on a couple times before, but I just want to thank you and everyone associated with your show. Y'all are first class, and um, your show kind of saves me every day. I can't work right now, and I look forward to it and enjoy it so much. Thank you very much. And I do appreciate it. 
I do appreciate y'all. Um, I had a couple of comments, if I could, and then a quick question. Is that okay? Of course. Oh, uh, so I promised you some bourbon. And I, I talked to a gentleman, I think his name was Jamari. Right. At your show. And uh, I tried to ship it, and I learned that you can't ship alcohol. No, you're right. Uh, the USPS returned it to my door. At least, at least they didn't take it. But I'm trying to get this. Now, now, by the way, if you're a UPS guy, drinks your bourbon, we've got a problem at UPS. Yes, <laughs> we definitely do. Yeah. Uh, so I have it. Uh, I'm, I got to be honest, it's not still sealed anymore. I didn't I didn't make it, but um, I'm in my second month of chemotherapy and well, I don't. Let me, let me down offer to this to you, Equalizer. First of all, I appreciate it very, very much. Um, but. Keep it where you, keep it where it is, uh, and okay. and you worry about getting better. And uh, when you get through all this, we'll buy you the bourbon. Ah, that sounds nice. Can I make a comment about Larry? Yes. Um, I read where he's had 20, 18, 20 beers easily. Yes. Um, I just have a suggestion for Larry that he should try being California sober. And I'm not sure if you know what that is. I'd, or if he'll know what that I'll is. Mention, I'll, I'll, but ta- I'll, a, I'll talk. I'll talk him through that. But uh, listen, continued uh, better health, uh, and uh, stay in touch with us. And, and thank you so much for the thought. It, it means more than uh, if if because first of all, if, I, if I'd gotten the bourbon, Randy would have finished it before I even <laughs> walked in. <laughs> um, can I ask one question just about wide receivers at Alabama? Okay. Um, you know, I'm kind of looking at the history from Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Amari Cooper, Devontae Smith, and uh, I think he left in 20 or 21. Amazing. Yeah. I don't know. Um, in my humble opinion, and I'm not second guessing anybody, but why it seems like Alabama doesn't get like the five star wide receivers. And maybe we get the three and four star and Saban just develops them so well. We don't need to do that. But am well, I, I way I think, off? I think you know, well, certainly thinking? Julio Jones was one of the biggest recruits. He was the biggest recruit Nick Saban signed because he was the first mega star. But you know, some of those guys, uh, I mean, you're right. I mean, uh, Devontae did not, I don't think he came in that highly regarded. You, you, know, you had Judy and Ruggs, and I'd have to go back. But uh, they, they all, it, it also helped that they had uh, the, the cast of quarterbacks that, that Alabama has been able to bring in. Hey, thank you very much. Continued uh, improvement with your your chemo, and uh, we look forward to chatting with you again soon. Augie is up next. Carl, how bad is it that even the morons are pointing out the obvious that having a number 14 recruiting class in the country ain't going to get you into the top 10 of the country? So you're number three. BK Hall's in number 14, maybe number 13. But uh, very... Hey, by the way, Augie, uh, before you before you uh, you know give last rights, uh, yeah. two of the four teams in the playoffs this year uh, were not. Michigan uh, has not never been a a ratings grabber, and and Washington has been nowhere to be found. So it, it's really what you, it's how you develop them, and, and I think even more important right now, it's where you where do you do you get the right players in the portal. 
But, Paul, your premise lacks one glaring deficiency. You know what that is? I really have no idea, but please tell me because I know you You will. pointed out Michigan and Washington. Neither of them are which in what conference. The conference we swim in. They are outside okay. of well, the I'm, I'm sorry. So what, what are you suggesting here, Augie? What I'm suggesting is we see they, can runs by, they can get by by being maybe the number 18th and 20th ranked recruiting class and still get into the college football playoffs because they usually don't play a tough schedule like we have to play. I so they can the Pac-12 schedule this year was pretty tough. Uh, look at it, Paul. Come on. They've already, they're one and one in the bowl season, right? Uh, I, I, I don't care what, they're, what they are in these early games. I, I know what, what I saw from Oregon. Yeah, okay. Uh, so Oregon and Washington teams, uh, they don't play. had a number they of challenges this year, but who cares about the facts, Augie? Yeah, exactly. The good news is the rumor is BK is going to be the Saints' new head coach. So you've got Kirby going to the Falcons and BK going to the Saints. So Scott Woodward can now mm-hmm. re- remedy his past error by picking a good coach. But, Paul, you were talking they were number, about – They were also number six last year in recruiting, so they, they did okay. Yeah, well, and they had, like, the number 111 defense this year. So, uh, hey, it's a good trend. We're keeping up with Charlie Mack. But, Paul, you were talking about – the Rose Bowl. You know, in 1937, LSU almost made the Rose Bowl. They almost made it, but they played Santa Clara in the Sugar Bowl. That was uh, a big deal because it was the first time a West Coast team came to the Sugar Bowl and played in the Deep South. And the only reason Santa Clara didn't get into the Rose Bowl, as I understand it, because they were supposedly the best team in the West Coast, is that they weren't in the Pacific Coast Conference. They were in some other conference. So a little history there in that um, a West Coast team came down south to play a Southern team in the Sugar Bowl, and they beat us. I forgot what the score was. But um, almost, LSU again, almost made it to the Rose Bowl. We're up against a break as we continue here. 30 minutes remaining on a Wednesday night. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show Podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are back. Stacy is up next. What's up, Paul Feinbaum? Hey there. You ever ate you? You ever had you some church's chicken before, Paul? Uh, no, I haven't. I'm going to send you a box up there for y'all to eat, man. It's mm-hmm. real good, real crispy chicken, man. Where where's it come from? But the last time I talked, you said, where does it come from? Oh, okay. So uh, I hear you. Well, I'm sure the guys here can. Yeah, I'm going to send it. I'm a, I'm a, Randy. Nobody here wants it, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to order y'all some, man. Yeah, okay. But, uh, well, we're, we're, the last time... The last time we talked, Paul, we were we was talking about the uh, Michigan player, I mean, the uh, Alabama coach that Jim Harbaugh stole from Alabama. I think his name was Sharon Moore. No, that's not the guy. That's the guy that uh, – that was the interim coach. His name was uh, Hilo, wasn't it? I thought he was supposed to be the passing coordinator with uh, Dan Enos. I don't know. But anyway. It's not, it's not anyway, Sharon Moore, it ain't no I can big tell you news. that. It's not sure. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, Paul, I did want to call and check in. It looked like you've been having a hard time the last couple of days, Paul. Yeah, I've been, I've been Somebody called up, in. Hey, well. Well, good hey, to hear but, from you, Stacy. Thank you. Uh, AJ is up next. Love is in the air, Paul. Love is in the air, baby. I mean, what, what does it come to? It must be Christmas time when you got Paul Feinbaum and John from Missouri, his kissing made up. You got the worst fan in America finally stands up, the fake lawyer. He's going to stand up for his team for the first time this year he stood up for his team, Paul. So love's definitely in the air. And did I hear legend over there wishing, giving all of Merry Christmas and wishes, wishing wells? Well, I'm going to tell you something, legend. What happened today is just a little tidbit on what's going to happen tomorrow. And I know good and well, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Tim Cook's throwing a little money around too. It ain't just it ain't just Yellowwood, and uh, Tim's already. Hey, by the way, uh, AJ, do, a, do you? Uh, I know Tim Cook. He's a friend of mine. Do you have any evidence that Tim Cook is is throwing money around? Uh, he gave him two hundred fifty million. And where where was that? Look I it up. Research that it. That, that's factual. That's not okay. that's not my that opinion. Well, and do you know who he gave it to when he gave that two hundred fifty million dollars? He gave it to Auburn. Yeah, do you he gave it to Auburn. Do you think he earmarked it for? Uh, do you NIL think he money? gave it to Nick Saban, Paul? I can guarantee you he didn't. Okay, well he didn't give it to you either because from the looks uh, of what you I got on today, uh, you need some money. I don't want anything from uh, Tim Cook or anybody else. But uh, when you go on here and start <laughs> throwing stuff around that doesn't uh, have an ounce of truth to it, I, uh, in deference to Tim, no, I swear, uh, I'm, I'm going okay, to well, look it up, up and call complete garbage on you no it's not getting by with it today you're trying to change my call but let me tell you something i'm taking this back by the way when you when you can provide me information <laughs> that he gave 250 million dollars uh i'll be i'll be i'll, I'll be send the link i'll send you a, i'll send i'll send i'll send what i, I saw that on twitter that's a fact he did give them 250 yeah, well, no, million it's, it's i don't know what fact for, until but. you can tell me it's a fact he gave 20 uh, he gives he he gives money to various causes, 
Uh, he gave money to the, the Rod Bramwent children a couple years ago. He's given money to specific things. But he, uh, he, I have never seen him make an NIL contribution of that kind or any other kind. I didn't say it was no, NIL-related. No, I just said that he, get, he has it's reported that he has given. Do you think that would have made some news? Yeah, you probably would have made news. Yeah, I, I, th- I, I think that he, would have gotten some some attention. Oh, it absolutely is. All, all, all I'm trying to there. say is that oh, you are just completely and totally I- full of crap. Okay, thank you for the call. I'm in is next. Testy, testy, testy. No, I mean, uh, it's one, carried one thing over. I do not tolerate here are total lies. <clears throat> I'm glad you're feeling better. I am feeling better. If you felt any worse, this be, this be a long day for the callers. Well, no. It, it, I mean, you 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 come on here like Shane Beamer. It's been sixteen years. I happy. I happy. Sixteen years. You hear me? That's a real long time. Sixteen years. Kind of reminds me. What was that? Sixteen tons. That's a long time, what Shane. Of, Beamer. Okay, so what kind of now that we we have called AJ on? 100% garbage. What kind of lies are you going to tell about uh, the little feller? The little feller? I mean, you you know, according to the state of Alabama records, Yellowwood is the, the wealthiest man in this state. Is there any truth to the rumor that he actually, bought the, he actually bought the University of Alabama and he's going to knock the top off of Denny Chimes and make it a barbecue pit? Well... I mean, if we're going to throw some stuff out there, let's throw some stuff. Let's sling snot to the wall and see if it sticks. He's going to knock the top off that damn thing and make a barbecue pit out of it. Because he can. That's why he's going to do it. Because he can, Paul. He's a he's a wealthy man. A yellowwood man. Wealthy man. You know, you make a lot more money than I do. I'm just curb change. Nick Saban makes a lot more money than you do. You're curb change. But Yellowwood makes Nick Saban look like curb change. He's curb change, Paul. He, he's got that kind of guy in his pocket just jingling when he's walking down the sidewalk. Got a little jingle in my pocket going jingling, jingling, little change, little change in my pocket. Going to make Denny Chimes a damn barbecue pit. More damn eagle. Have a good day, Paul. Joe is up next. How are you, handsome? Road tie rope, Paul Feinbaum. You know what? There's some desperate drunk people today. I oh mean, that, some people just, some people did. <laughs> you know, some handsome, people definitely just, they are the worst kind of drunks. They are. I mean, it's just, man, it's just depressing. It's just, I mean, come on. It's the time of year to be joyous. I mean, and, and man, they some, and people want to send you whiskey and chicken. I mean, what kind of Christmas present is that? Well, it could be good, I guess. But I did appreciate the guy yeah. who sent the bourbon, but he said, "Yeah, the seals, the seals been broken." Well, well, yeah, probably so. But hey, his heart was in the right place. So I give him that. No, his he, heart was in he, the right. He won me over on that one. Right, and Paul, another thing: who who cares about 1940? Who almost made it to the Rose Bowl? I mean, almost. We're talking about, you know. Over what seventy years ago or so, who cares who almost made? What they almost made it was to the toilet bowl this year. I mean LSU. I mean they're they're decent, but they're far from a good team. But nobody cared what they almost did in nineteen forty. I mean, who who gives a who gives a flip? I mean I mean I don't care what they done back then, Paul. But hey, I I, I got I'm, most of the day traveling. 
and got home at 5.30 Central Time, so I ain't been in but a few minutes. Uh, just had to go do some, run off some long-distance errands today. But, hey, I'm glad I was able to get in, Paul, because I wanted to make sure I tell you and Mari, uh, Rams, uh, Randy, everybody there, uh, Merry Christmas. And, hey, it's, it's a joyous time of the year because we got the best gift ever given to us was 2,000 years ago. And that's what Christmas is all about. Love the ones that's around you. And, you know, quit hating each other. Quit hating. I mean, I, I'm, I even love Auburn people this time of year. I mean, because it's just time to, you know, to be joyous, not just be sorry, you know, feeling sorry for yourself drunk like a lot of, like a couple of these Auburn fans have been today. But anyway, Paul, I'll get off here. You have a good brother. And, hey, I will be home all day tomorrow, so I'll be able to get in. Thanks so much. We're up against the break. We have a few minutes remaining right here. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show Podcast.